The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together, in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bible Podcast. So appreciate each and every one of you being here. We have a little bit of a twist, a little bit of a turn today in our episode because I mentioned at the beginning of the new year that we'd be spending more time in the New Testament. And this week, actually, we're spending more time in the Old Testament, if you include Proverbs and Psalms, which I think most people do. We are actually going to be reading in the book of Exodus today. So not only are we going to get out of the New Testament, we're going way back to the beginning. I hope that you are pumped to join me. I am excited. Uh, We have been talking about how to better understand and live out God's purpose for your life. And we're going to keep doing that. We're going to we're going to get into it. We tiptoed a little bit yesterday. I had a little bit of a deep dive at the end of the episode. If you haven't listened to it, I highly encourage you to go back and check that out. Um, otherwise, we're going to just keep on going because there is more to unpack here. So Exodus chapter 9, we're getting into it now at the top of the chapter with a plague against livestock. Go back to Pharaoh, the Lord commanded Moses. Tell him this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrew says, let my people go so they can worship me. If you continue to hold them and refuse to let them go, the hand of the Lord will strike all your livestock, your horses, your donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep, and goats with a deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the Egyptians. Not a single one of Israel's animals will die. The Lord has already set the time for the plague to begin. He has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he said. The next morning, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but the Israelites didn't lose a single animal. Pharaoh sent his officials to investigate, and they discovered that the Israelites had not lost a single animal. But even so, Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn, and he still refused to let the people go. A plague of festering boils, verse 8. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take handfuls of soot from a brick kiln and have Moses toss it into the air while Pharaoh watches. The ashes will spread like fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, causing festering boils to break out on people and animals throughout the land. So they took soot from a brick kiln and went and stood before Pharaoh. As Pharaoh watched, Moses threw the soot into the air and boils broke out on people and animals alike. Even the magicians were unable to stand before Moses because the boils had broken out on them and all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart just as the Lord had predicted to Moses. Pharaoh refused to listen. A plague of hail, verse 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, get up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrew says, let my people go so they can worship me. If you don't, I will send more plagues on you and your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in all the earth. By now I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with a plague to wipe you off the face of the earth, but I have spared you for a purpose to show you my power and to spread my fame throughout the earth. But you still lord it over my people and refuse to let them go. So tomorrow at this time I will send a hailstorm more devastating than any in all the history of Egypt. Quick, order your livestock and servants to come in from the fields and to find shelter. Any person or animal left outside will die when the hail falls." Some of Pharaoh's officials were afraid because of what the Lord had said. They quickly brought their servants and livestock in from the fields. But those who paid no attention to the words of the Lord left theirs out in the open. Then the Lord said to Moses, lift your hand toward the sky so hail may fall on the people, the livestock, and all the plants throughout the land of Egypt. 
So Moses lifted his staff towards the sky, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning flashed towards the earth. The Lord sent a tremendous hailstorm against all the land of Egypt. Never in all the history of Egypt had there been a storm like that, with such devastating hail and continuous lightning. It left all of Egypt in ruins. The hail struck down everything in the open field. People, animals, and plants alike, even the trees were destroyed. The only place without hail was the region of Goshen where the people of Israel lived. Then Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he confessed. The Lord is the righteous one, and my people and I are wrong. Please beg the Lord to end this terrifying thunder and hail. We've had enough. I will let you go. You don't need to stay any longer. All right, Moses replied. As soon as I leave the city, I will lift my hands and pray to the Lord. Then the thunder and hail will stop, and you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. All the flax and barley were ruined by the hail because the barley had formed heads and the flax was budding, but the wheat and the emmer wheat were spared because they had not yet sprouted from the ground. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and went out of the city. He lifted his hands to the Lord. The thunder and hail stopped and the downpour ceased. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped, he and his officials sinned again, and Pharaoh again became stubborn. Because his heart was hard, Pharaoh refused to let the people leave, just as the Lord had predicted through Moses. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so the reason why I wanted to jump back here to Exodus and the reason why that these popped out to me, because I mean, who doesn't love a good plague story, right? I'm kidding. Is because we know the story, you know, it's, it's, it's a classic. We understand that there were plagues that made Pharaoh's heart even harder with no action. There were plagues that made Pharaoh, just like it says here with the hail, like repent, say, I'm so sorry, please ask the Lord for forgiveness. I'll let you go. And then he's like, nope, just kidding. And it hardens his heart again. And he sins again, which hardens his heart, right? So this is kind of the pattern that Pharaoh plays out here over the course of the plagues. However, the important part here is a to understand the power of God, the fear of the Lord, and the protection of His children. As you are coming through your life of, God, what do I do? What's my purpose for my life? There is going to be times of testing. There's going to be trials and tribulations that come against us. And as we're seeking out our purpose for our life, I feel like there's even an increase of attack and trials during that period of time because the devil wants to get you off track. He doesn't want you living out your purpose for your life, God's purpose for your life. He doesn't want you to come into that kingdom power and step in because when you step in, when you become in alignment with what it is that God wants you to be doing— Doors open up, favor opens up, God gives you the resources that you need, He gives you grace, He gives you His Spirit, He gives you comfort to get through to what it is that He wants you to do walking out in your life. It doesn't come all at once, and it's not sunshine and rainbows all the time by any means, but the devil wants you to get off track from this because when you're walking in your power and your purpose of God um, in your life, there is a force upon you that is unstoppable. This is talking about it in Exodus. God empowered Moses. God was giving him the words to say to Pharaoh. God told him what to do, and he was obedient to those instructions, and God's power was on display and magnified. And that is what I want us to step into. We have fear of the Lord. We understand the power that he holds over the earth and in our lives. We, we appreciate him. We love him. We 
use that fear of the Lord to keep us from sinning, to help us to have a soft heart, especially towards our enemies. And we understand that His power can make anything happen. And that includes you in your life. God's power working in your life can make anything happen. So I encourage you today to go and talk to Him, seek the Lord, and talk to Him about His purpose for your life. And if you know, if you have a feeling of what it is that He wants you to do, as you start to walk that out and start to process it and do it, then keep that ear attuned to Him and keep your heart soft. We want to stay away from sin and we want to appreciate the fear of the Lord. And if you are, let's say you're seasoned, you're a mature believer, and you're like, no, I'm I'm walking out my purpose, I want to encourage you to speak to the Lord in a deep place because there's always more. And while we have a great purpose, while we have maybe an overarching purpose over our life, um, I'll rem- I remember specifically when I felt very lost um, in the throes of early motherhood and I didn't know what I was doing. And the Lord encouraged me that He created me for this. He created me for motherhood and my purpose is this. But even with that being said, there is specific purpose for seasons and times and years. So are you walking out the the purpose that he has for you for now? And if not, I'll encourage you to seek what that is. Much love to all of you guys and come back tomorrow because we're getting real over in Proverbs. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience and I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site at thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today. And until next time, much love from the Bible podcast.